Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is John from Red Horse Radio, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio on the Society 13 Network. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, Beans. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Back to old school. Old school. Yes. Got HT in the house. Got Jet, my puppy, in my lap. So if I sound awkward, it's extremely awkward. <laughs> There's a cord wrapped around her head. And she is, a, well, she was attacking Taddy's head a little bit ago. So we, I don't know, we have some catching up to do first of all. I don't know, what have you been up to? Besides work and work and work and work. Um, discovering a lot of new music. You have I or you haven't? because I have Sirius Radio and I'm mm. just more aware of all this new music that's out there. There is a lot and yes, Sirius XM, I love it. But um, it seems like the you listen to Liquid Metal at all? No. You should. I listen to the like, faction Sirius XM yeah, and I do that too. Lithium, of course, and new, the first wave channel is my favorite. Well, you know, um, 3 o'clock to 6 on Saturdays is Marky Ramone's show. It's all punk oh, rock. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got to watch that. So there's our endorsement for <laughs> Sirius XM. But, uh, yeah, so we're into, uh, concerts coming up. I know that we want to go see Down with, um, oh gosh, who was it? Let's see, Mastodon is coming with Gojira. I want to oh, see yeah. that. Yeah. And Down and, oh god, it's somebody big. But I want to get tickets to that one. That's a big one. Um, I don't know, you ever get into Down? That's Phil Ensemble's yeah. other group? No. He has so many. I'm of going them. to see St. Vincent this Friday. Why do I, that's, um, 
Who's in that? Annie Clark. And isn't there somebody? No, no, I was thinking David Byrne. Uh, they did a CD together. That's what that was. And okay. then the Toadies are touring for the 20th anniversary of Rubberneck. Isn't that this week? It's the 21st. Oh, so it's next Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a Monday. Are you going? Oh, yeah. You are going. You got yeah, your yes. We were, yeah, We hadn't decided on that one yet. I kind of do want to do They're that. They're really good live. I saw them back in the day. Uh, yes, they opened for Bush when Bush had that first good album, and that was about it. Razorblade Suitcase wasn't into that tour too much at all. But uh, let's see, so eventually we're going to have a friend of yours come on here. Uh, you want to tell me a little bit about this? Yeah, David Barsky. He is from Milwaukee. Um, he watched Paranormal State and contacted me through Facebook um, because he saw that I was wearing a Neurosis t-shirt. Neurosis. And kind of had to like verify, like, is that girl wearing a Neurosis t-shirt? <laughs> um, he's super cool. He uh, collects vinyl. Um, he's a drum tech and an audio engineer. And he has a band called The Flying Medusa. Flying Medusa. Which is pretty great. Um, but yeah, he's going to come on and talk about his band and talk about what music he's into. And I, we played one song earlier. If you hear any clunking around, that has everything to do with a dog in my lap who's not behaving. <laughs> but um, yeah, we listened to one song. What was the song called? Do you know the uh, name Ser- of it? Serpenter? Okay. Serpenter? Yeah. I'm which we're, right. Sorry. Oh, well, that's all right. They're going to get to hear he'll it tell, themselves. He'll tell us about it, though. Exactly. But, um, you, you, we're going to play probably at the end of the, end of the show, I yeah. imagine. Um, Stoner Rock? Instrumental, like doom, doom metal, maybe a okay. Metal. Yeah. Both of which are interesting, and I really enjoyed the song. So, see what he has to say. So he's <laughs> wearing a neurosis shirt. That yeah. your your fans really dig when you're oh wearing yeah, a they, neurosis. I love it that they recognize my impeccable taste in music. <laughs> very important. I know. Yeah. yeah, I talk about that on here. You know, from the very beginning, our shows were more about music than anything paranormal. You know, yeah. you were breaking free from that and. But you know, you gotta open up for other things. You are basically a music lover, so. Oh yeah. And that's always, I mean, we had some good conversations with, with, about that. Um, let's see, Jane's Addiction are coming around. No. Cleveland? Uh, they're playing, no, they're playing a three, three days in Vegas. Uh, oh, is that what it is? Anniversary of Nothing Shocking. And what's really crazy is I got asked to do an event in Nevada. Oh. Um, that, those three same days, basically that weekend that they're there. Oh wow! And I was so tempted to just go and be like, "Yeah, I'm an hour. I'm I'm an hour away from you really Vegas. Not? I have to go." Um, but then the people doing the event changed it to the end of May. So now I'm like, "Ah, oh, forget it." That stinks. Oh man. Yeah, but that, I I was not I was meant like, to be. It's meant to be. It was meant to be, but like, then it wasn't. Crazy. Is that? Ah, that's terrible. But uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know. Well, we have all kinds of conventions and stuff coming up. I guess now would be a good time to talk about. Something big coming up, actually, uh, for me, and okay. you're involved. Um, I, I officially announced it a, a couple of shows ago um, that uh, I actually have my first novel coming out. Yeah. That's a big deal. It's very exciting. Um, I have a book release party May 10th, Saturday, someone else's bar. Anybody listening that's around Pittsburgh area? Who's, whose bar is it? Someone else's bar. <laughs> my friend Elsa, it's her place, and excellent food. There'll be food, of course, catered. Drinks are not for free, so, you know, it is a bar, so you're going to have to pay for your drinks, I'm afraid, folks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, May 10th, that's the book release itself, the, the Fall of Tomorrow. I will be launching a website as well, uh, fairlydarkproductions.com is my site. That's where eventually you'll be able to buy it. It's in print, it's not in print yet, it's going to print in the next week or two. And today being, what is today? April what? What is today? Uh, the 7th. It's the 7th. So I would say the third week of April is when it's going to be on Amazon. And uh, I'm supposed to go to a few conventions with it, too. So we'll see what goes on there uh, with Gary uh, Gary Vincent and uh, Rich Bottles over in uh, 
burning bulb uh, publications. I, I really uh, I have to thank them a lot. So that's that's the big news I have for me, and uh, I don't know uh, what else. What else have you got going on? I know you have a, a new car, which is very nice. Oh yeah, I have a bright orange car. <laughs> it's the first time I saw it in the daylight. It looks like a little roller skate. <laughs> it does Perfect. look like a roller skate. It's wonderful. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, oh no! Uh, last week, my I have a buddy who teaches English at IUP, mm-hmm. and he's doing a writing class about kind of like themes of the paranormal. Each where each student will pick like a topic of the paranormal to write about. Oh, and he cool. had me come in and speak to two of his classes. That's awesome. So I got to feel like what it was to be a teacher because everyone's like raising their hand and like taking <laughs> notes when I'm talking. So it was really awesome. Did you laugh when they raised their hand? Yeah, <laughs> like... oh yeah, it was, it was fun. Though. I had fun with it, and um, they asked me all kinds of questions, and I showed them some videos and <laughs> some. Episodes. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I think you told me about you were going to do that. Do you do that often, speaking? Uh, whatever. Not as much as I used to, because my availability now. But um, yeah, I mean, when I'm asked, usually I'll do something. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I uh, recently went to Ides and I bought a bunch of music. Um, I haven't been there in so long. I know. Well, there's two things here. I, I, one here. This is weird. You're actually going to know the players here. One of the guys from Ministry and Jason Novak from uh, Iron Lung Corporation. Uh, Chris Connolly, you, you should know from Revolting Cox back in the day. Oh, and okay. Yeah, that's like a, just a four-song EP called Cockshore. <laughs> they always have to have that theme. Um, I'm not sure why, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it, it's uh, pretty decent. It's, I, I like it a lot. Um, then there's, I also bought my friend Jim's harmonics CD, Reinforced, where he uh, guitared up a lot of his techno stuff. And the, Yeah, that is the dog driving me nuts right now, that, that clunking. She just wants to get down. I'm going to have to let her down. She's driving me nuts. But, um, yeah, as far as that, I mean, music, and I, old favorite here, not really a favorite, but I, they grew on me. D- Dicrups, do you remember them? No. They used to cover Metallica and stuff, but industrial. Uh, that's more, really? this one's more rock oriented. Yeah, the Machinists of Joy. Those are the last <laughs> things I purchased. And this is actually more where that came from, uh, the Iron Lung Corporation's new one, which is all cover songs. Uh, you, you probably, I don't know if you're a fan of them or not. You probably don't know them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I got, it was really cool. Jason Novak, who's in that band, gave me the okay to play anything from his catalog, which is yeah. pretty cool. So we'll hear some of that in later shows. But yeah, so that's... Recently, I cannot get enough of this band called Goat from Sweden. I discovered Goat. them a few months ago. Yeah, they're on XM. Oh, they're amazing. Really? They're CD World Music. That's the only one I have right now, but... I, think I only heard one song. It's so good. Uh, was that more stoner or doom? Or? It's like... Psychedelic, like weird African tribal. Ooh, I nothing like that. It. Okay, wow. It's awesome though. Oh, that is cool. They have like djembe and guitar and weird like wah effects on their guitars. Goat. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna check that out. It's pretty great. I don't know where I heard that then. It wasn't on Liquid Metal, I guess. Um, no, I don't. I don't even know what station to play it. Why is that familiar? Oh, I don't know. It's something I have to look into. But I guess we're just wait for our guest to call in here, and uh, we'll get right back to you in a second here. Okay, my dog's killing me over here. Look at my face. Oh my god. Alright, so. There's a dog loose in the studio, everybody. In the studio. Jet. Jet Marie. Well, yeah, she has a middle name now. Oh, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. But she was named, people are asking me, like, did you name her after Joan Jet? I'm like, no. Uh, the Paul McCartney song Jet. That's where it comes from. Because we were both fans of it and just kind of came on one night, two days before we got her, and we were gonna pick her up. And there you have it. So this band that we have calling in. Yes, uh, Flying Medusa is their name, and they're out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, Dave Barsky is the drummer of the band. He's a drum tech and an audio engineer, and he actually contacted me on Facebook um, after he saw an episode of Paranormal State where I was wearing a neurosis shirt. <laughs> he called me out on that, uh, you get, kind of to verify, like, is that girl wearing a neurosis shirt? 
<laughs> and uh, we just started talking about music. He collects vinyl. Um, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna see what his band's all about. They're kind of like stoner rock, doom metal. We're yeah, play a track from them at the end of the show. Yeah, very cool. Actually, I enjoyed what I heard um, a lot. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, I said it before. Neurosis um, just gets you a lot of attention, I guess, because <laughs> it's it's not that it's eclectic. It's a real. That, I mean, if you like Neurosis, you have to have. A real liking for neurosis. They're oh, very yeah. particular sounding. Uh, they're awesome. They're heavy, but you, unpredictable and dangerous yeah. too. So, and uh, these guys are nothing like neurosis, really. They're more like you said, stoner rock, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And uh, now they're from Wisconsin. Yeah, Milwaukee. And it's funny too because anytime I ever meet anybody from Milwaukee, I'm like, Violent Femmes, Violent Femmes. I always have to find out what the Violent Femmes are up to because it's the only band I truly. Maybe see, <laughs> wanted to see forever. Yeah, right. I think they do some tour recently, you know, not too long They've ago. They've been playing like festivals and stuff. Yeah. I don't even know if it's all the original members. I think the one, no- I think we have one new. Per- I, don't, I don't. even well, know. Well, maybe this will get maybe us. Maybe Dave, Dave will tell us. We'll get uh, listeners in Wisconsin. I don't think we have any of those yet. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't make fun of me for cutting my hair off or not talk to me. <laughs> Just cut all my hair off, yeah. Uh, I, I honestly didn't remember. Yeah, it happens every now and then. like a month. That's true. It, it, yeah, it was a month. Uh, you know, we were watching some horrible movie, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see, we had Olympic night, and what was the last movie we saw that was just like almost unbearable? I think I fell asleep. Yeah, it was, oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. I lose more people that way. <laughs> That's my pension for bad movies. Uh, yeah, I've actually had people call me up and say, how did you ever watch this movie and why did you make me watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> but yeah, so, alright, well, hopefully we're gonna hear from this guy shortly and, um, just hang in there. I got this dog on my lap who's driving me crazy right now. And I'm um, hoping that Misty, the lovely Misty, you hear her? That's her. Hopefully she'll be home, she'll be home shortly so she can take care that of the dog. That's you. Oh, yeah. yeah Taddy, Taddy's now squealing and whining <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> oh, my God. But, all right. We'll be back shortly after a word from our sponsors. Damn it, dog. This is Mr. Pink of the Society 13 Podcast Network. And you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Heather and Dave. The only place I come for the music... Macabre and movies. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hey. We have Dave Varsky on the phone, um, who I mentioned earlier from the band Flying Medusa. He's going to tell us a little bit about his band, and then uh, later on in the show, we're going to play one of his tracks. Indeed. Dave, you there? I am here. What's up, guys? Good. Sounds here good. Walk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you had some drama. Some drama, huh? <laughs> yeah, broken broken hands. There's been a, a ton of drama. I mean, wow. I write a book about this band. Okay. Last, you can start right here. Okay. Okay. Basically, started off as uh, started off as a, a three piece uh, with me on drums and uh, a couple other members just kind of in and out. And I kind of wanted to keep this my baby, kind of with, like, rotating, not rotating members necessarily, but keep one or two people, you know what I mean, at all times, and then bring in other musicians for certain things. And we kind of had a core base of just me and this other cat that were basically doing all the songwriting together. And um, I suppose the best way I can put it is, like, our sound, I guess, would be if Suman Chu and Red Fang got in a tr- got in a, a truck and drove <laughs> uh, cross country 
or not cross country, let's say to Kansas City and crash head on with the Black Angels. <laughs> nice. Um, I, that's the best way I can put it. That's just how the sound is coming out as of right now. So, I mean, if you're a fan of, of, of those kinds of bands and that, that style of buzzed out, psychedelic, you know, overtones, just sonically drenched craziness, um, yeah, I have a, a good feeling you're going to dig it. I have to agree, man. I, I, li- I listen to all three of those bands, and I listen to the one song that you sent us there. And it's, uh, yeah, I totally agree, and that's a great sound. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and the, the tracks of Pentor or whatever that we released, we kind of released it as a... Everybody was hounding us, hounding us, hounding us. We had played two shows, literally, over the, uh, in 2013 because of injury and just what have, what have you. Our, front, our old front man broke his his tibia oh, and he was he was the size of a lineman so his healing t- we had to play sh- our first show with him literally sitting down oh my god jeez <laughs> yeah so I mean you can imagine you know the style of our music and him sitting <laughs> down was kind of a kind of a bummer but anyhow you know we're a band that really doesn't believe in canceling shows and if we can do it we're gonna do it so cool. that's awesome turned out to be more st- stress in the end though yeah and, sounds like it yeah person is obviously no longer in the band but you know contributed a lot and great dude still friends so everything's good um we also have um a, a rather large probably the biggest uh doom, well quote unquote doom festival um in the region coming up um in June which has gotten us a decent amount of press which is always nice um and it's called Days of the Doom Fest 4. It's here in Milwaukee. Um, Trouble, I don't know if a lot of your listeners are familiar with Trouble. Trouble, uh, I saw them, man. I saw Trouble back yeah. in the day at the basement in Texas um, when they used to play with Pantera a lot. Oh, that exactly. Yep. You're, you, you know. Yep. I met them. Yeah. They're coming back. And yep. Eric Wagner, unfortunately, isn't in this incarnation of, of the band, but he's his other band, Blackfinger, which is like a newer project that he's doing with, I want to say, one other original Trouble member, um, they're also playing the festival with us on the same day. It's a two-day fest, um, bands from all over the country, BL the Fuzz from out in Pennsylvania. I, well, I want to say that's from PA or Virginia. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. Um, hmm. Age of Taurus from the UK is coming over to play the show. Um, I'm a huge fan of that band. You guys should totally check them out. Age of course, they're awesome. Um, Las Cruces from San Antonio is coming up. Um, what else? Uh, what other band? Jack Stott. Um, been around for years, as well as Egypt. They're one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah, I know. Them. Cool. Yeah, Heather had yeah. something she wanted to add. Oh, uh, I wanted to ask you: Are you a fan of the band Earth? I'm, I'm sure you probably are. Oh, totally. Yeah. Huge fan. Yeah, because I could hear some of that in your music, and I actually, I got to see them a couple years ago. They passed through Pittsburgh. It was amazing. Was so yeah, they're amazing. great. You were very lucky. I just, they just played two shows in Chicago, and I didn't get a chance to go down and see them, and I'm so, so kicking myself right now for it. Yeah. They... I just actually bought, I just bought Pentastar just the other day. Oh, cool. On vinyl, I just ran and picked it up. I was like, oh, I should just buy all of these right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Feed my Earth collection on vinyl. Like, yeah, Heather. Heather was telling me you're a vinyl collector. Oh 
yeah, totally. Huge vinyl collector. Um, yeah, I, I do a lot of work on discogs and stuff like that. And I, yeah, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. A couple of years ago, I like I went all digital. I did, I did a lot of DJing and and beat production actually, if you can believe it. Um, uh, I want to say five years back and just sold all my probably six years now. I sold all my vinyl. Oh. Which was, Dumbest thing I'd ever done. That and hurts. That hurts me. Totally, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, even to say that, ugh, it makes me cringe. Um, but basically, I um, went all digital because I, I went with the Serato Scratch Live, where I was actually using physical turntable, you know, so there was still that analog feel and everything else, but yet I was still using my iTunes library with Serato. Scratch Live, you know, it was just, it wasn't the same at all, so, and then I just kind of fell out to just, I would do, you know, two nights a week, weeklies at certain clubs around town, and um, just kind of fell out of it, and got in a really bad car accident, and was just like, alright, I'm done, I gotta take my, take this seriously, and ended up, you know, having, having serious repercussions from that as well. Wow, sorry to hear that. Really, just, yeah, I mean, just tons, tons of stuff. Bad hit and run, Oof. whatnot. Migraines for two years. The oh last, my God. The last two years where I'd have to lock myself up in a room. You know what I mean? That yeah. stuff for hours and I had to not move. That's horrendous. You know, all the lights off, no sound, no nothing. So Oof. that was really, really tough. So. Yeah, uh, migraines for a musician—that's like uh, two things that don't go together. Uh, they're, they're, I know I, I don't suffer from them often, but when I get them, oh boy, yeah, there's nothing you can do but sit in the dark. But um, and you can't even think. I don't, I don't know how you got out of that. You said for two years. Two years, yeah, and then, uh, I'm not going to get into law stuff regarding it. It was a lot. It was just crazy. I got head in straight into a pole, probably while I was gunning it so this other guy behind me could merge and he gunned it at the same time in a huge SUV and clipped me and I kind of fishtailed into a, and I like I said gunned it at the last second at the same time Whoa. and of course he put me and I went straight directly into like a huge cement light post oh, and it, and then they drove off they were just far enough you know and then all everything just the airbags just came out and it was just chaos, and I was just like, everybody's just standing there, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah. we're just staring, and I'm in, mind you, the worst part of town in Milwaukee, and it's just like, um, I don't know what to do here, you know, I was total shock, obviously, climb out of the car, it's just like, they they stopped the vehicle, and I was like, come, waving my arms, come back here, come back here, come back here, and of course, they threw it in reverse for two seconds, and I'm assuming whoever was in the passenger seat was like, screw it, go, go. Oh. Wow. So, that was the end of that. Wow. So, yeah. And the case is still going on to this day. So, I'll just leave it at that, I suppose. <laughs> now, I, so. I've i always had a fascination with Milwaukee simply because I'm obsessed with the Violent Femmes. What's the music scene like there? I was going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yep. <laughs> Wait, what did you, I'm sorry, I missed that last part. <laughs> um, what's the like the music scene like in Milwaukee? Okay, it's crazy coming up right now in I want to say two genres, three three genres, but everything's blurring the lines. We have a psych fest coming up. Um, we a Milwaukee psych fest where some some pretty sizable loop is coming from the UK to play this fest. Um, 
it's kind of a preface to the to Austin Psych Fest. You know, band, a lot of the bands that are playing there are playing the Milwaukee Psych Fest. Okay. And that's in, I want to say, two weeks, and it's over a stretch of four or five days, I want to say. Wow. Jeez. So that, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some really, really good local stuff coming. There's so much good stuff coming out of Milwaukee. It's just ridiculous right now. A lot of a lot of side projects, um, but majorly on the upside, I, I would say it's it's becoming like the quote stoner, whatever you want to throw that into, like it it's totally taken off. It's 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 pretty crazy. That's, I'll, I'll that's... drop one. I'll give a shout out to one of my favorite bands in town and close close friends, Moon Curse, that mm-hmm. I. I implore everybody to check out. That band is amazing, and within no time, um, Relapse is going to come calling wow. for Metal Blade. I mean, it's, it's like that. Like, it's there. They're a three-piece. If you like Mastodon, yeah, and yeah. If, you, if you just, I'll just leave it at that. If you even dig Mastodon in the slightest, you're going to dig this band. Noon um, and they're all they're also sharing they're playing actually the time slot right after we're we're playing um at the days of the Doom Fest. So we're the actually the only two local bands that are playing the days of the Doom Fest. That's so, exciting, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I wanna go. <laughs> I know, I do too. Let's go to Milwaukee. <laughs> Damn, we don't yeah, have to Milwaukee's a great town, man. It's it's really it's I've seen it, you know, back in the two thousands, early two thousand scene where it was um, for example, the, our news, our, our frontman, Patrick Fuller, was in a band called, uh, Hero of a Hundred Fights, and they've recorded with Steve Albini. Um, he's, he's done so much work, uh, a band called Temper Temper. Um, he fronted that band. They were on Revelation Records, and if you know anything, you know, Gorilla Biscuit Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, they were on Revelation for, for a while, as well as Since by Man, a band called Since by Man. And they, um, basically multiple members were in the same bands. And, um, yeah, I mean, they had a, they had a great run and what have you, things happen. People have babies and families and lives and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing takes over and takes precedent. So. What a drag. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it sounds like you got, you got quite a variety there. I hear, like, it sounds like hardcore punk and doom metal. I mean, yeah, I guess Milwaukee's the place to be right now, man. Jeez. Yeah, it, it's a hotbed, man. I mean, like, there's, there's just so much going on. Uh, there's other bands, um, a band called Northless. Um, we basically have a, our rehearsal space has turned into one of my close friends, he's up on the third floor with a printing press, and it's, it's all a huge press, and they do, the third floor does all bomb record stuff. Mm. They, they do all their t-shirts, everything, their commission, they do all that, and a lot of stuff locally, um, coffee, roasters, and whatnot in Milwaukee, and beer, um, small batch breweries and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we're in that, in this, build, this huge building called the factory, and it turns, Eric Von Lund, um, is kind of like one of the catalysts for this. He's, he's an artist, um, anybody can Google him and you will find a ton of amazing concert posters and whatnot. He actually did a lot of work with Jack White, personal work, like for third band records and, um, back, back in like the late 90s, early 2000, the White Stripes were always in Milwaukee. I don't know what the deal was with that, but 
it was it was pretty crazy and they made a lot of friends here and um Eric was one of them and he did a lot of exclusive, exclusive stuff for the white stripes. <clears throat> Anyhow, that building has turned into like we moved in, we were the second band to move into this rehearsal space and the owner was like, We really want to partition out I have money to partition out the rest of this whole floor, this bunker basement area. And um, it turns out all the local bands that are kind of heavy are all in to this space now. The partitions aren't finished. They'll be finished within a month or so, I'll say, where it's going to get to the point where we're going to have to start making huge schedules. You know what I mean? We're going to have to get on a huge blackboard because every, these bands like Northwest and the, the band Enabler as well, um, I believe they put something out on Relapse as well. Um, it's a map Jeff from today is the day is guitar player in that band. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's turned into an awesome compound and we're all gonna, you know, get together at some point when we're all, you know, have some downtime and kind of do, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar, well, I'm a big Queens of Stone Age fan. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And Pius and all that. And, um, basically, we wanted, I don't know if you're familiar with the other stuff and stuff that they did with PJ Harvey and Dean Ween and all those cats. No, I'm but not. It's, it's going to be a, uh, we're going to do kind of like a Devil Sessions thing where it's, where multiple musicians are going to get together and we're just going to see what the hell comes out. And just then we're setting up an actual recording, um, studio down there in, in the bunker. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, Everything is just on the up and up. So really cool, but man, it sounds like a road trip yeah. to me, you know. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah, um, seriously, it, it's great here. I mean, the summertime, you cannot, you can't go wrong here in the summer, or you can't, you really can't go wrong from mid-April until late October here in here in Wisconsin. If you're a weather person, like if, if you can't have the weather. Heather is. <laughs> I, I understand. I, I had I had to get out of here in 2002 and move to Austin because. Literally, the weather was driving me crazy, and I was just like, fresh start. Yeah. Move. Austin's, I mean? Austin's so. awesome, man. That's an awesome town. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you something. Oh. Going back to the Trouble thing again, uh, the lead singer, do you think his resurgence, does he owe a lot to Dave Grohl when he got him on that Probot, Probot project? I know he did a song um, with him. Or was they already coming back anyway? I, you know what? That's a really, that's a really good question. I believe so personally, but the Probot stuff was... So, well, since Steve Grohl has started producing ghost EPs, mm. um, I don't know, like, mm. yeah, I mean, I, I'm a huge Steve Grohl fan, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I think there's some things that just, just, I, that rub me the wrong way with a few, with not how he runs things, but, mm. I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Sound City and the, you know, yes. the, oh, yeah. the, yeah. the Sound City, actually, okay. Yeah. Um, like, just personally, you know, I'm not the biggest, like, not guy and all that, and bringing all these people together, I realize there's, you know, a marketing and money aspect of, of it, and getting these people in, and yeah, that's a really good vocal track, it, you know, it doesn't float my boat necessarily, mm. um, the stuff he did with Trent, and, you know, there were some really good combinations, I thought, you know, keep putting Alan Johannes, especially into that mix, I think helped a lot, same, same with Chris Goss. Um, from Masters of Reality. Right. But I just, you know, I, I think Girl is getting a little bit uh, ahead of him. But the Probot days, I guess, you can 
take your that was like 2003 you yeah. know what I mean yeah. I think about it 2004 I remember the rumors of South by Southwest that right after right after Danko Jones and the Hives Lemmy and Dave Grohl were going to come out <laughs> at mm-hmm. Emo's and do a set and we're just like well screw it we're sticking around for the Hives on whether we like it or not you know what I mean like <laughs> forget it just to see if this comes to fruition here and it didn't it was just one of the many, many rumors, uh, obviously, that always float around South by every year. So, <laughs> man. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a question I really can't answer, I guess. But I do think that, yeah, obviously, working with, what is, did he work with Eric Wagner? Uh, I don't know if he can, I don't, I don't have a computer in front of me, so I really no. can't check that information, no. but. That's about how to look at it. I want to ask you about your body of work. Like, what, what exactly do you guys have? what can we get <laughs> we sh- okay we should we should right now um but because of the transition that was made i want to say last no uh, i want to say december um it was basically a choice of me taking our new bass player and quitting drum me quitting drums personally and getting on guitar and taking out the front man because uh, just for various reasons um <laughs> We won't go there. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to go too too much into it, but that's all right. Just personal, personal, personal things and whatnot. And he was shocked to th- that I made the decision because I had been with Tyler. I'll at least give him, I'll give him some credit. I had been with this Tyler cat for a year writing songs. So yeah, essentially we should have an EP out. But all those songs got kind of put on the back burner because, except for maybe two that I carried over to this, but. They have, we've just been doing all new material since, since. But uh-huh. regardless, it started from, from basically, yeah, maybe rolling with Max, our bass player now, as opposed, you know, it was basically, it's either me or him, and I chose Max, and he was shocked that I chose him, and was just like, okay, let's do this. Um, I was like, well, what are we going to do for a drummer? And it was like, let's see if, uh, they're in a band called Mega which is actually another kind of doom band, I suppose, that shot up the, the line really quick here in Milwaukee. I mean, they got a lot, a lot of press. Um, and so they had some issues, and it's, they were on hiatus, so they were just like, what's too funny to do, so screw it. Drummer did one practice with us, one run through of Serpentor, and it by the recording is actually from the first, after we had just taught the drummer the song, the recording is actually, we were like, set the mics up, let's record this, take home, whatever, and it just turned into, okay, let's put this out on Bandcamp, screw it, everybody was hounding us, hounding us, hounding us, <laughs> I was like, there's no vocals, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to put this out with vocals, but I've listened to it, multiple people were just like, screw it, it's not great without vocals, you know, it's a lo-fi, rough, raw recording, at the same time, you can hear just, I don't know, the emotion, not emotion, I shouldn't say it's well, totally wrong word, but just, you, you can feel it when you, when you hear it. And, um, I guess, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a, uh, with, now with vocals on it and hearing, hearing how it's all coming together, oh god, it's gonna be great to re-release that in a proper way, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we're working with, um, a Parisian artist, Named Joe Rio, 
and he's done a ton of gra- um, graphic design for um, TP records. Um, he does a lot of the European TP stuff, um, commissioning dudes there, um, concert artwork over there in, in France and Italy. And, um, yeah, he's a, he's a native Parisian, he's a fan of ours, and was just like, I'd love to throw some designs at you guys. We just started talking and whatnot, and yeah, uh, it, it, it ended up working out great. He, he designed our t-shirt logos and designed everything, our logo, and just everything that, that we put out. So he's on board to do our AP spread, which we're shooting for, uh, I want to say, we're going to be recording probably in the next month. Okay, and good. Then, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, officially recording two, three songs, I want to say. Officially three songs in the next month. And then we're going to, you know, go from there, I guess. What, what, are you so, going to go like the EP route or do a couple songs at a time? A lot of bands these days put out one or two songs so people can download, you know, purchase them correctly. That's what I like to say. But um, they put one or two out, then, then, then an EP, then maybe a full-length album. Or are you going to go for the full-length album? We're going to do an EP first because um, just to, unless the studio time turns out, because we have studio time booked as well, and we're not sure which band is going to necessarily take the studio time. Mm-hmm. So we don't know necessarily... Um, how that's all going to work out. Um, there's, 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 there's multiple things on the table right now where someone in Chicago wants to produce the EP, a close friend, and it's kind of like, well, we can go down there for a couple weekends and track and finish stuff up and and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we don't want to rush into anything, and we just want to make sure that everything just goes smooth, stress-free, take it easy, you know what I mean, and just have fun with this and let it all just, you know, organically, I don't want to use that word, mm-hmm. but come together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, are you, uh, are you on Twitter? Yes, we're on Twitter, at Flying Medusa. I, yeah, I want to say it's just at Flying Medusa. Okay. And um, Bandcamp yeah. at uh, flyingmedusa414.bandcamp.com. And then our Facebook page is facebook.com slash flyingmedusa414. Someone snatched up all the, someone snatched up flyingmedusa pretty quick, but not on Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll tell you, Heather introduced me to, uh, today was the first day I heard your song, actually, I, I sat and listened to the whole thing, I'm going to go and purchase it myself, actually, I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I was actually hoping that's what you sounded like when she explained it to that's me. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, she, well, she's a huge fan, uh, and you know, you already know about her and Neurosis and her love of all music, <laughs> I shouldn't say all music, she's a little particular, she gets a little particular. <laughs> She's into the like, yeah. 90s Same grunge. Here, man. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be these days. Yeah, you really do. I mean, there's a lot out there. It's just a matter of finding it. And this is how we find new music all the time, either through each other or, you know, we connect with somebody on Twitter of all places. I, that's how I met, like, the Bloody Nerve. I don't know if you heard them out of Nashville. They're just uh, um, they're kind of a blues, just a blues band, but they're really talented, great I've people. Heard, I've actually heard that band. They're great. Yeah. They're, they're great. Very cool. Um, They'll be glad to hear that. (laughs) Another band that I want to drop, like a couple of friends, kind of whatever, is um, this band Sandrider out of California. I'm not sure if they're three-piece. They do three-part harmonies. They're great. They kind of remind you a little bit of Pontiac um, on Thrill Jockey. Hmm. Um, 
really, really great band, as well as, um, geez, don't do this to me right now, Brian. Um, <laughs> what was the other band? Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dwell on that. I'll get to it when it comes, pops back into my head, but it was something that I was, yeah, really well, wanted you, you to should know, uh, you should know my scribe here is writing down all these band names I as am. you say them, so. Yeah, she researches, <laughs> she, she does the research. <laughs> Well, you watched the show she was on. She's the research I'm assistant. I'm a team documentarian. <laughs> Not much of a team here, but hey, there's, there's two of us, sometimes three of us in the studio. But yeah, but yeah, it works for me though, because she does some pretty good research. She pulls these things out. I'm like, wow, where'd you get that one from? And uh, the name, the fly, flying, Medu- flying Medusa, where does that come from? Wait, say that one more time. Your band name, where did you get it from? Oh, if anybody is a fan of Ninten- original Nintendo games. Yes, indeed, um, yep. I'm, okay. You can, I mean, I remember the first games that came out when it first came out. It Castlevania? Was, you know, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Okay. You, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I remember the flying I mean, reducer. Oh. The worst, worst, the worst enemies ever. How can you go from, from that easy second level and you climb those stairs and then all of a sudden these stupid flying reducer heads are flying at you like crazy. It's true. And it's like, what the... <laughs> yeah, I, ne- I never in a million years I never in a million years thought I'd be talking about Castlevania today but I love that game what about that little monkey guy that would jump on you and beat the crap out of you too I hated that yeah the hunchback you're getting beat up by a monkey it's like ridiculous yeah I mean it's so vicious to throw you from okay level one you might want to you know like gradually increase the difficulty here for god's sake I mean there's someone you know I, was just, I remember that as a kid being the worst I hated, yes. I hated that level. Yeah. Like, oh, this should be like the fifth level or sixth level. You know what I mean? As a kid, I'm I like, agree. What is going on? I agree totally. Um, I actually had apprehension every time I put that game in the in the box to play it. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do this right now. It just is so frustrating. <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself? Exactly. <laughs> and then coming back now today and playing these things, I'd be like, dude. We should be way better at this. Like, going back and playing these original games, I remember, like, you got high scrolling, you know, whatever they'll have on, you know, PlayStation 2 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, going back, or PlayStation 1 games, going back and trying those again. Yes. And, you know, they're, like, reissuing indie games and whatnot on, on the new consoles and blah, blah, blah. And they, they're making them super simple side scrollers, not super simple by any means. They're making them, like, puzzle weirdo side scrollers, which are cool. Yes. So they too. You know, like, but at the same time, they're making them freaking impossible where you're just to the point, you're banging your head against, well, like, do I need, really need to check YouTube past this level? Am I even going to go through that much trouble? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Some of the music, A lot of great too. artists, a lot of great artists doing these games and, and like, you know, doing them in a, in a really cool fashion that are, like, transferring from... You know, you're not transferring, but you know what I mean, like taking them from platform, like an iOS platform, and putting them onto to like a, a PlayStation platform or what have you. Mm. And so there's there's just a lot of a lot of good artists doing that, but you know. They're making the games too damn hard these days. That's the bottom line. Agreed. Yeah, Heather had something to add. Some of the music too, when you play these <laughs> old games, it's like so hypnotizing. Yeah. Like I can't. Well, now they're hiring bands to actually do the music. Yeah. I mean, that's not new, really. Um, I mean, you could be listening yeah. to a, a, real bands now uh, on on video games, which I guess that's cool. Uh, cool for you guys, right? If you get on there. I, exactly. I think it's great. I, I feel like Red Fang mm-hmm. was one of the first bands to have that happen to them, and, and a couple other bands out in the um, Pacific Northwest. Like, uh, I think of you know, yeah. dating myself, Murder City Devils. Oh um, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I saw them. Yeah. I saw them. Oh, 
they're great, yes. great people. They, yeah, they're yeah. great yeah. time, actually. They're a really good time. Uh, well, David, you're, you're getting... go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, so flying, or flying, um, Lure City Double, yeah, they, we've been, I've stayed in contact with, with them and their, their projects. Like a couple, Derek and, and Leslie, the keyboard player, I've stayed in contact with them for years. They're, they're still doing their thing in different projects and whatnot, and they're still just great stand-up people. So, really, really good people. Every time they come around, especially, uh, Cody from Big Business. So, well, do you have any, anything else you want to plug out there for folks to check out, or do we hit on everything? Um, no, I remember the band's name. They're from California. Perfect. Um, <laughs> it, and I found them. I'm going to name drop the show Shameless. It's uh, well on Showtime, obviously. Um, I highly recommend it. But uh, this band called Hobosexual. H O B O. Hobosexual. <laughs> She's writing it down, man. It's in my notebook. It's in the notebook. This band is, I, I was like, am I really going to Shazam this? And I was like, screw it, I'm going to it. And I had to Shazam it, and I was like, how have I never heard this band before? <laughs> this, is like, this is some of the coolest stuff I've heard in a long time. So I'm going to check that definitely out. Definitely check, check that band out. All right, well, we're going to be playing your tune here shortly. Um, I want to thank you, Dave, for calling in. It was great meeting you, even if it's a cyber meeting like this. It seems the only way to do it these days. And I want to thank uh, yeah, Miss, Miss Heather, too, for introducing me. Yeah, oh, good, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck recording, and good luck at your Milwaukee Doom Festival. I hope it goes well. Keep us updated. Yeah, please. I will, for sure. And, yeah. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'll let you, I'll let you know when the show's up, man. All right? Because uh, we, we record ahead of time usually. We have done live ones. It gets a little complicated. <laughs> no, Sounds exciting, man. Really exciting. You yeah. want to you want to introduce your song here? <laughs> or you want Heather to do it? Uh, I can do it, or whatever. Go for it, man. It, however you guys want to do it. Go for it. Um, I don't know how to introduce the song. How should I do this? <laughs> how, how about Heather does it? Oh, well, uh, I pronounced it wrong. I said I pronounced it wrong. I said ser- what did I say? Serpentor. Serpentor, and then uh, well, also yeah, uh, that's fine, fine. all the band members have used uh, said it wrong every time. <laughs> like it's the pencil. So just kind of think of pen. They're a pantor. It's from an old G.I. Joe. Oh character. my god, after, yeah, of course. After, Death, after Destro died, uh, he had to have another henchman, and the henchman that came on board was Serpentor. Yes, I remember him. Those were the bad days of G.I. Joe. Yes, yes. Yes, they were the That's exactly right. Just when the bad days. Came, uh, horrible days. Yeah, you're not just dating yourself, you're dating both of us now, because I think uh, we might be around the same age. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Just don't, don't tell me you collect eight tracks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Dave. Hey, yeah, flying yeah. Medusa. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna check check you out right now. Thanks for calling in, Dave. And we got to do this again sometime. Definitely. Thanks again, you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks. See Appreciate you it. See you later, man. Bye bye.
righty then. Oh, he's cool. It was very cool. Now let's hear some.
Some Lucello, okay? Okay, well, that settles that. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.